So many times in sales, we are creating our own business. We're creating our own customer base. We're helping out with customers' needs. We are essentially building a business. So with that, we thought we'd bring on a couple of entrepreneurs. And last week was amazing. We had two of the three owners with us, Will and Porter from Fish Kiss. They started a unique business in Provo, Utah. And well, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you should probably go check it out. But this week, we're going to pick up right where we left off. We welcome Will and Porter from Fish Kiss. All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to The Selling Podcast. On this week's episode of The Selling Podcast, we are joined with um, a couple entrepreneurs. They've done an amazing job. After a 2017 trip to Thailand, they decided they saw something very unique and decided to open up a business. And it's a very successful business, as we will hear. We pick up this conversation talking about the grand opening invitation. They had over 1,300 people come through in three days. And we were laughing because we were talking about the fish. How are the fish doing at this point? Were they full or were they still continuing to eat? So that's where we pick it up right here. So the fish, Will, you can answer this one. Yeah. The fish just keep eating. So they'll eat for a long time. And when they get full, they go rest at the bottom. And they digest their food pretty quick. And so within a few hours, they're ready, ready to get going again. But by the end of that third day, everyone probably had about, I don't know, four fish per foot because so many of the fish were just stuffed <laughs> out of their minds laying on the bottom. But they still had a good time. I mean, the people had never done it before. And so even just a few fish on them was pretty wild. Well, it was also free. So we're not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the customer experience, they're still getting it, which is great. So were the people that showed up for the the free days, were they the ones that uh, you'd handed out the survey questions to and kind of oh. the word of mouth? Or where did they come from? I mean, in, in Provo, it's kind of wild. Like, or I guess even Utah County, it, everyone loves free stuff. Like word spreads like wildfire. So that first day got a few people in there, 300 people. And then everyone after that was friends and family of uh, those first people who had come in. So was it just the three of you working those three days? It yeah. was. It was actually worked, the three of us working the first like three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think our, my first paycheck was $200 from Fish Kiss. And I was like, I can afford a Subway sandwich and rent barely. And that was Luckily after, I had a, that was after a month. We yeah, that was after yeah. a month. But you didn't pay Jameson back. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so. That's fascinating to me. And I, I, I think this is, it takes a leap of faith, but having the confidence in what you knew was possible, you'd been through the experience. And that's what really kind of captured my mind, Porter. When you and I talked, you said how much fun it was in Thailand, how much you were laughing at. That's brilliant. Yeah. So fast forward a little bit. How do you work through the system, making sure that you've got the filtration, the fish importing, uh, who who manages the aquariums? And I guess you should kind of describe for the listeners, describe what the experience is like when you walk in the door. Yeah, Will can take Will's over all operations, so he's he's kind of the mastermind of like the fish, and he knows everything about the fish. All right, you're the right. fish guru, Will. <laughs> Where to start? Should I start with the experience walking in? Yes, yeah, please. Let's set it up. All right. So 
when you first walk into Fish Kiss, um, you'll be greeted by an employee who's standing, you know, behind a little front desk, and um, they'll welcome you in, and then they'll have you sign a waiver, and the waiver is just letting Fish Kiss know that you don't have any cuts, scabs, infection, or fungus, and uh, that's really for the safety of the fish, and a little bit for the other customers, but we'll kind of get into the filtration that kind of makes sure none of that could ever spread. Um, they'll sign a waiver, and then they will be taken up to our washroom. It's a separate room in the building where we kind of have it set up like a little zen spa vibe, and you'll sit on a bench um, with your feet in a little basin, and an employee will wash off your feet, make sure they're all clean, inspect them, make sure they're good to go. And then you'll be taken back down into the front room with all of the fish tanks. You'll sit on a bench and put your feet in for 15 minutes. The fish will exfoliate and clean the dead skin off. And then we'll wash off your feet again afterwards and include a little steam towel with some lotion. And then take a Polaroid picture of the customers and send them on their way. It's kind of like little kisses. Yeah, like just, that's why. Hence the name, Fish Kid. And we actually wanted to name it. Thank goodness we changed it. But the original <laughs> name was Feet a Fish, like Feet a Fish, <laughs> but Feet. That's what happens when three guys try to name a cute business. You know, it's like you're not yeah. supposed to put feet in your name. Who knew? Yeah, <laughs> Scott, I'll send you pictures of Jill with her feet in the fish tank. It was really, it's hilarious. That's awesome. No, I so I doing some traveling through um, Southeast Asia. I've I've seen them multiple times. I've just never had the opportunity to do it over there in asia so next time i'm up uh yeah i'm definitely gonna gonna swing by super excited for that experience yeah if you pay extra uh will will actually kiss your feet instead of fish. <laughs> that's not well, that's well not two buck tip coming your way my friend <laughs> sexy sub kissing your feet that's good okay. this podcast <laughs> just took a turn to the world and it's so <laughs> not going, yeah this podcast will not go viral because of that <laughs> <laughs> just to put you know some some perspective on it for the listener so where are we right now with fish kiss so we have actually recently just sold the business. So we mm-hmm. sold about two weeks ago or so. We signed everything and it went over. We're doing we're in the middle of some training the new owners. So we're kind of teaching them how to run the business now and how we've done it. So that's awesome. So a successful exit. Congratulations. Thank you. And is Thanks. this is this the first is this the first business that the three of you well the first business you've likely three started together, but how about individually, the three of you? Is this the first business? I mean, did you have a successful exit on your first venture? Um my f- my first technical one was in junior high. I bought some watches from China and sold them, kind of like to all the kids at school and that that went pretty well so this is my but i mean that was <laughs> granted that was junior high uh, i made like two thousand dollars and i thought i was absolutely rich <laughs> so that is spectacular and yes you were you in, in yeah yeah two thousand bucks in that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great will how about for you well i mean i guess none of us really knew what we were doing when we were getting into this but that's the beauty of entrepreneurship you don't really need to know what you're doing. You just have to hustle and figure it out on the way. So no, I, I mean, just like Porter, I mean, I've always bought and sold stuff and, and tried to make a little profit through elementary school and junior high. 
But this was the real biz, the real first business we had started. Mm-hmm. And to have a successful exit, that's spectacular. That Thank is you. really, really cool. Um, we There's so many ways that we can relate this to sales because, in a sense, that's how everything flows together. I mean, you had to sell the concept to people that you were trying to get invest in your business. And that sounded like that was less than stellar. Yet you persevered through that to be able to then create this entity. And then now you're selling it to the public space, which is, hey, come do what we're going to do. And you brought them through the doors in massive numbers. And then you're able to sell this um, this business to another investor who's going to say, yeah, I'm going to buy it from you and take it over. I mean, that those three different experiences, all different and require different skills, yet you were able to do each one of them successfully, except for the very first one, which is investing, um, you know, find, finding an investor for your business. Yet with that being stated, you didn't let that stop you. And you just kept going. It, it's just a remarkable journey that, that you gentlemen took. It's the American dream. I think the one thing with that journey, kind of as you're talking, the one thing I really found, and I think if I were to go back, I think I'd have more success asking investors if I had this, I, I gained a lot of confidence through this whole thing. Like my confidence, like, and not in like a bad, like, oh, look at me type of way, but I really feel very comfortable and confident in my abilities now more than I ever had before. And so I think now if I were to go back and be able to speak how I can now and be able to talk to someone and have the confidence I have now from this whole journey. I think it could have been maybe a different story back then. Who knows? Maybe not since it was such a different um, thing, but I think the confidence I gained from this whole experience is what will help me in any future endeavor. And I think any sort of sales I ever encounter, like I think because of my confidence I gained through this is going to be kind of like the game changer. Have you had a chance to go back to the rich uncle and have a conversation since, since the sale? So he, he's funny because he's so hard to get in contact with. I actually tried calling him one day. And my my uh, my cousin said it'd be easier to contact Donald Trump than it would be him. <laughs> yeah, but I think he'd like to hear the success. Yeah, I think I, he'd love that. He tried calling me and I missed the call one time and then I could never get a hold of him again. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, because just to say you missed your chance, uncle. <laughs> so yeah, I really think my... So I did have another uncle who put in a tiny bit of money i think more so as like a he believed in it a lot which was cool but i had a couple other people and he actually he uh cashed in about a year later and he made a pretty good profit after a year we broke even after a couple months which is really really you broke even after a couple months luckily i think the reason why is because the fish work for free essentially you know like we don't have to our biggest expense is payroll but we don't have to pay for the service every time so that was what was really, really nice about the fish kiss endeavor is the profit potential it has because the fish just keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. And and we, we weren't paying ourselves the first couple months. And mm-hmm. I, I moved back home. I was living with my parents. I was eating their food. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we were able to break even really fast and then become profitable just right off the bat. So we got the credit cards paid off of. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Within the year, they were all paid <laughs> we, off. We wanted so. to get those done with. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. So, did you ever talk about a franchise situation or is it just, we're going to build this and sell it? What was the end goal for you? Um, when we had initially started, when we were meeting, when we right, got right back from Thailand, our initial goal, so our lease was three years. 
and our whole plan was sell at three years. Um, but in the meantime, we did have a kiosk at Fashion Place Mall, and that did pretty well. Um, the rent was through the roof, but it still like boosted our sales and everything. The franchise model, we did have a couple people reach out and wanting the franchise. We almost wanted to start another location that was ours before we franchised, just to make sure we could have two going really seamlessly. So we kind of focused on our Provo location and we started that nail salon we have in the back called Kabiri. It's still under Fish Kiss. So it is a nail salon though. Um, It's just a DBA, but we wanted to have that before. We wanted that all running smoothly before we looked into a franchise model um, to make sure that it could run smoothly without like with a passive owner or passive investor. So, Mm -hmm. and 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 then our time ran out. So we we, we ended up selling before we were in the process of looking at a second location and we just really didn't expect the sale to go through that fast. It was pretty much immediate after we had it listed that we got an interested buyer. He had the capital and everything just started going so fast at that point. Wow. So where do you list a company that massages fish? <laughs> so, yeah, it's actually kind of funny. He, so it's listed on BizBuy, or it was listed on BizBuy. And he, uh, he had to put Unique Spa. Like unique. in all caps, he put Unique Spa. Because he didn't want people, you wanted it, it kind of mm-hmm. confidential. And so he, he had to try to figure out a way to make it so people will send interest. But then he could send the info after they sign, you know, like the NDA and all that. So. Nice. Because it'd be pretty obvious if it said fish spa. There's only one. <laughs> you know? And so what's that like having the unique environment in the in the industry? Because to me, that puts you in a prime position. It, it really does, especially because we kind of knew the secret of how to get the fish, how to take care of the fish. Um, and those are all, they, they're seemingly small barriers to entry, but they're surprisingly really, really kind of secretive and, and hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. And so it was amazing being able to have the entire industry right here in downtown Provo. I remember once we had a family drive all the way down from Idaho um, to our spa just to do fish kiss. And then really? they turned around and drove home to Idaho. It was like their little family getaway for the weekend. <laughs> oh, it's like going fun. to Disneyland. <laughs> 15 minute Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> So did it help having Jameson's naturally or speaks the language, right? Right. Was the language so, barrier working with Thailand? Was that something? You'd... The, the fish are actually native to the Middle East. Oh, okay. Um, so they're, they're called the Middle Eastern Gararufa fish. And there are a few different species of fish that will do this. They'll come and, and exfoliate and eat the dead skin. The Gararufa fish that are native to kind of like the, the river basins in Israel and Jordan and a couple other Middle Eastern countries, those are the only fish that do it um, safely. They're, they're completely safe. They use, they use enzymes, actually, to break down the dead skin and then, like, sandpaper lips to exfoliate it off. It's, it's really unique, but they don't have any teeth, and so they're very sanitary and very safe, and so we needed those specific fish here in the U.S., Will, you sound like a biologist. I do now. <laughs> With all the research <laughs> which is, I've had to do. Which is spectacular, Mike, because if you and I were trying to run this thing, knowing our personalities, it'd be like, okay, which ones have the biggest teeth? We want the <laughs> most skin taken off at the fastest amount of time. Yeah, baby sharks. When they get go. Exactly. 
it's kind of funny. There was a, someone from Spanish Fork. So we had a lot of customers um, come from Spanish Fork. And someone actually said, oh, yeah, my friend tried starting one of these, but she couldn't take care of the fish. She didn't know how to do the, like, take mm-hmm. care of the fish. Mm-hmm. And so I guess they all died and she just didn't end up doing it. So it's kind well, of crazy that people are trying. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even know if they got off the ground because she was trying to get it going and then she just stopped because she couldn't take care of the fish well which is such a challenge it's such a challenge because you know whether it's the temperature whether you know any small change in even the water if it kills your fish it kills your business and and you're done so you're you're 100 reliant on the fish which is Mm -hmm. so challenging i mean just it's essentially it's like managing a business as you manage you're 100 dependent on your employees performing at an excellent level and if you can't draw that out of them then your business will die. It's yeah, wild. Exactly. Yeah. And I'd like to see the motivational meetings for the fish. I'd like to see how you organize <laughs> that and present it. <laughs> I mean, to, yeah. to be honest, those fish do feel like our pets or they did before we sold. Like, it felt like we had a couple thousand pets that we would go and take <laughs> care of. And, and they're really cute. They even like fall asleep at night. And sometimes we'd go like, look at them sleeping at the bottom. Make sure they're okay. Tuck them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Tell them a story. I, I still think it'd be great to have some sort of like little sand shark underneath a piece of plexiglass that the fish are sitting on top of. So people are sticking <laughs> yeah. their feet in. Looks like they're going in with sharks. Yeah. That would be spectacular. That would be gentlemen, awesome. Gentlemen, we are so appreciative of your time. We're appreciative of you being willing and open to share exactly what happened. It, it's just fascinating. You know, many people that I've spoken with it's always the idea of, oh, hey, I would love to do this. I Oh, this is a great idea. We should try this. What you explained today was how to do it, was how that you put everything out there. You know, whether it was, you know, you know, personal lives on hold, whether it was, you know, the credit cards and just going, hey, we're all in. It's, you know, we're burning the ships and we're storming the shore because this is how we absolutely will do this or we're going to die trying. It was just, it's a fascinating adventure that you just took us on. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. This has been great. Thank you. So what's next? Now that you've sold, are you going to stay in business together? Are you going separate ways? Have you even talked about it? We've talked about it. I I have a couple projects of my own that I'm kind of working on. I have two other things that I've got going, but if we find something that we kind of passively do, I like as fun as fish kiss was with the startup and everything, I don't necessarily want to have to do that all over again. <laughs> now that I've, I've like, I'd rather pay someone to do a lot of that. There you, you know? go. So, yeah, that works. <laughs> but that's marvelous. You know, who knows what, what will come down the road and Jameson and Porter have been amazing business partners. And so I would be crazy to pass up an opportunity to start something else with them. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of rare that you stay friends. As you, if you yeah. start friends as a yeah. business, you stay friends. So that, we've been lucky in that we've we knew the balance between work and personal lives, and we're able to continue to be friends. Very cool. All right, now for a small interjection. We had been recording for quite some time, and we ended up stopping recording, but we continued our conversation for several more minutes. One thing that I wanted to put in after our official conversation was a taking risk. And I started by talking about, you know, how we should take risks and how sometimes I'm risk adverse. And Will started to downplay it a little bit. And I jumped in and, well, this is where the conversation took off. 
I'm not no. risking my kid's <laughs> education, you know, college future for yeah. them. Yeah, we we were also kind of in a very unique spot where we were all single at the time and we didn't have families or anything to take care of. Will, yeah. Will but you, you say that, but that's, I, yes, I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with some of it. I had many ideas and I had buddies who took significant risk just like you and they've paid out very nicely. Yet that's not my personality. I, I yeah. had an opportunity to go join them, yet I chose not to. See, and just because it's got, too risky for me we have three partners that are risk adverse and that's that's <laughs> not a good combination if you're trying to launch something because what you guys did is remarkable just yeah, jump in absolutely spectacular yeah hairs on fire i think there fire. are ways though you can do it with that depending on the business of course ways you can kind of take away some of that risk so you can kind of still make money without putting down a ton of, I mean, it, one example is like a clothing company. You know, I had a buddy who I went to lunch with, he was trying to start something. I said, well, don't order everything at once, you know, cause he's going to just buy everything. I'm like, dude, just, just make, make one, put it online and then get some orders and then make it as you get orders. So you don't use all that money. Yeah. And that's the same discussions we're having now of how do we do it and breaking into an established industry mm-hmm. has challenges and that's what we're discovering where that's what fascinated me with you guys we're starting something brand new it's never been done the yeah. discussions with the health department all the the logistics and the the operational side the, the wills handling that's fascinating thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the selling podcast we truly appreciate it. you guys are awesome we were joined once again with porter willis and will wright they are the founders and starters of the business Fish Kiss, along with Jameson, who we will probably have on at a different time. Once again, gents, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks again.